You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. It is Wednesday, October 16th. It's been a while since we've checked in with Pastor Sal Mink from mm-hmm. Lutherans for Life in studio today, digging into some questions, some you know intriguing questions that uh, mm-hmm. that I'm sure you get all the time. Pastor Sal Mink, thanks for joining us in studio today. So glad to be here. I know you have a busy schedule with uh, the regional conferences going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're all over the all over the planet, uh, yes, mostly actually, all over the states. Actually, travel season is winding down for me, so that's good. Well, glad to have you here in the flesh uh, to to talk this morning. You, I'm sure you get just your inbox is filled with questions all the time. <laughs> we do get inquiries mm-hmm. uh, frequently from people who are um, interested in particular perspectives on life issues. Absolutely. And we, we get some of those as well mm-hmm. from time to time. And, uh, you know, I asked you, what are some of the questions you get? What are some of the topics uh, that are that are, you know, uh, it, it, current and uh, important topics to address in life issues. One of those is a question that we've received as well uh, about the um, the use of aborted fetal tissue in the development of vaccines and mm-hmm. and what does that mean for us as Christians? So what are some of the questions that you've received about this issue? Uh, that, that question there, um, ethically speaking, um, is it okay for Christians to vaccinate? Um, are there other vaccines that were developed without using aborted fetal tissue? Um, how can you, <laughs> what is the documentation for, mm. uh, for this link between these two things? So those sorts of questions. Um, why didn't I know about this? Why didn't my doctor inform me when we were vaccinating our kids? Things like that. How do we approach those? Que- those are big questions, um, for, especially, I mean, for parents, how, mm-hmm. how do you, how do you wrangle that and um, and come to a conclusion of what you're going to do if, if you're faced with that? Well, Lutherans for Life can help. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. We actually, um, <clears throat> we've been receiving so many questions on this particular topic over the past year or so uh, as vaccines have been... Um, the the question about vaccinations has enjoyed a high cultural profile. So we've set up a page that uh, includes a lot of our research. Um, so if you go to the Lutherans for Life website, www.lutheransforlife.org, um, in the search bar, just type vaccines. And uh, one of the first links that comes up is to our vaccines page where we have several articles uh, from um from the research that that we've gotten, so there's there's plenty of research on it because we can't certainly cover all of it in twelve <laughs> minutes here. No. So what what have you studied in preparation to respond to these questions? Oh, there's a great website uh, called COG for Life, Children of God for Life, COG for Life dot org, um, and that is their main mission. Actually, is to um, to do all the research on CDC documents and and um, historical applications for patents and and the sourcing of vaccines, um, the little inserts that come with uh, the doses of vaccines that you can get from your doctor that have come from the pharmaceutical manufacturers, and they put all that information together and put it in a nice little spreadsheet form. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some, you know, there's some really simple uh, conclusions that we reached from our our research. Number one. Um, most of the vaccines that are available today um, are produced using aborted fetal tissue to grow the vaccine. Uh, number two, the good news is most of the vaccines available today do have alternative versions that are produced without using aborted fetal tissue. Uh, number three, the sad thing is um, these these cell lines that were developed from aborted fetal tissue that are used to grow the vaccines, uh, they were first 
uh, manufactured in the 1960s. And uh, much of the evidence that we have shows that some of the abortions that were performed um, were done for the specific purpose of obtaining tissue to grow the vaccines in. Um, Furthermore, those abortions are still going on today. There are still new aborted fetal tissue cell lines that are being developed. Um, and so Christians are going to want to ask their doctors uh, for information about the vaccines that are being used. Um, I think the relevant piece of information is that it's only the MMR vaccine, measles, mumps, rubella, that does not have an ethical alternative. Um, so in the United States, there is no MMR vaccine that's not uh, developed without using aborted fetal tissue. So those are kind of the relevant facts um, for parents yeah. who are involved in vaccinating. Is there is, is this information on, on the website? Is this something also that parents can um, take to their pastor maybe? Because I imagine that some people will have um, a, a crisis of conscience uh, researching this and, and knowing what what they do or do not need to do. Absolutely, I would say. Um Educate your pastors <laughs> yeah. uh, because uh, it was after I became a pastor, after I became a parent, and after we had had our children vaccinated according to the entire schedule that uh, that the pediatrician recommended that we came across this information. So um, our errors were made in ignorance, um, and, and now we are uh, hoping to put that information out there so that Christians can make um, good decisions in that regard. Mm -hmm. So... The information we're providing, or Lutherans for Life is providing the information, not telling you specifically what to do, but providing the, mm -hmm. the information so that you can talk with your pastor and pray about and, and learn about what to do. Sure. I mean, um, <clears throat> the the Lutheran, as far as I know, the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod has issued no official position statements about vaccinations. Mm -hmm. um, the Roman Catholic Church has issued some guidance, uh, and they have come down on the side that... Um, that they believe it is permissible uh, to make use of these vaccines because, uh, number one, the abortions have already taken place. Um, so, number two, it's it's an instance maybe of God bringing something good out of something bad. Um, so, it's you know they they have phraseology about formal and material cooperation, and so it's it's not a material cooperation in the the death of a child because if, when you're vaccinating, you're not intending to cause an abortion. You're not mm -hmm. intending to participate uh, in that evil act. Um, I think another thing to consider is whether or not we're incentivizing that, though, whether we are um, providing a good reason for those mm -hmm. uh, those children to continue to be aborted uh, and have their, their bodies used for research. Um, so th I think those are the things that parents, that Christians need to weigh um, from the Roman Catholic perspective, they believe that um, in some cases, the the lives that may be saved by the use of vaccines perhaps um, outweighs uh, the cost. Uh, again, that's I wouldn't represent that as a Lutheran perspective, um, but those I think those are the things to consider. Sure, lots to consider, and, yeah. and, and it sounds like to wrestle with mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. So it sounds like you've learned a lot in the process as well. Absolutely. There's a lot of information that's um, publicly available, but not widely broadcast. And uh, I think it is relevant information for those of us um, who want to act um, not just in our own best interests, but in accordance with the Word of God and uh, in service to our neighbors, particularly the least of these. Other questions, other topics that uh, have been key for Lutherans for Life right now. Uh, I know um, the uh, DVD for Unplanned 
the, the yeah, film that was released that, uh, this past that year. Came Tell us out about that. In the late summer, and uh, Lutherans for Life operates <clears throat> a 24-hour uh, crisis care and post-abortion healing hotline, which we call Word of Hope. Um, you can call anywhere in the United States. It's absolutely free. It's completely confidential, and it is distinctively Lutheran. Um, the phone number is one eight 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 twenty one story two one S T O R Y. One eight 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 twenty one story is our Word of Hope hotline, and that is answered by our uh, deaconess Chrissy Gillette, who's us also a doctor of psychology. So she has theological training and experience. She also has. Um, education experience in clinical settings in community suicide prevention um so she is a wonderful sort of lutheran unicorn who brings together mm-hmm. uh, all of these skills and vocations um to share the gospel of jesus christ with folks who are dealing with life issues and particularly people who are um carrying guilt and grief because of participation in violence against life in the past and what we've noted and uh uh since that unplanned DVD came out is uh, an increasing call volume. And uh, this has been reflected by our um, our counterparts in other post-abortion healing ministries. Um, they've also seen an increase. And, and I think that that makes sense, given that um, as individuals are, are watching a movie that is, has a very poignant um, message about um, the humanity of the unborn and the toll uh, of abortion that um, that that would awaken conscience and and bring folks to a need to hear that their lives are just as precious as the lives that were lost in those procedures, and that God does not want to lose them too. And so uh, He has sent His Son to uh, to atone for those sins and to give forgiveness, so that even those who have participated in abortions or assisted suicides in the past can be set free from uh, the guilt and the grief um, in the healing that Jesus brings through His crucifixion. Yeah, that's such a wonderful resource uh, for for women. Um, is is this uh, something that you, you mentioned that this is a this is a growing resource? Uh, what what is the impact for uh, women who who use this hotline that, that's available to them? Well, I had the opportunity uh, over the summer actually to spend about an hour on a video conference with uh, with one of our uh, repeat callers, a, a Lutheran Church Missouri Synod uh, member. Um, and really to just share with her um, not only the absolute grace and forgiveness and unconditional acceptance that uh, that our Lord brings through his gospel, but also um, the way in which God is able to redeem the the failures that we have made in the past and repurpose those to um, to bring the light of his love to people around them. And um, th- this was a lady who's working through, uh, not just guilt, but but consequences from her decision, broken relationships and, um, you know, unhealthy ways that she responded to try to to kind of remediate the, the guilt and the grief that she went through. Um, and so it, it really is a life changing uh, experience of the gospel of Jesus Christ, even for folks like I said, a Missouri Synod Lutheran who regular in church attendance has heard the gospel, known the name of the Lord, um, but to hear that directly and personally applied to this situation, to this sin, to know that Jesus Christ came and died for you and for these particular mistakes that you have made, um, it's just brought her such great joy, and, and I was able to participate in that joy as well. 
How can we keep up with what's going on with Lutherans for Life? We have about like five seconds. <laughs> Lutheransforlife.org. Our website's the greatest way. <laughs> Pastor Michael Salamink, Executive Director of Lutherans for Life. Thanks for joining us on the Coffee Hour Very today. Very glad to be here. I'm Eddie Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. <laughs> Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support the Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you anytime, anywhere.